And welcome, everybody. Hey, it is Saturday, September 1st. I can't believe it. It's This year is flying by like nobody's business, isn't it, Doug? It's going to go even faster coming up. It is? Yeah, you just wait and watch. Okay. All right. Yeah, it seems like it, but it just seems to be speed. Yeah, like you're right, speeding up. So anyway, this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW, Alternative Talk Radio, and this is Eileen Grimes. And I have my co-host here today, Mr. Doug Johnston. And it's always a good morning to be here. Thank you, thank you. And there's a lot of stuff happening today. The Huskies are playing their first game down in down in Atlanta. I'm excited. Anyway, um, I like football. What can I tell you? I got that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to have that. And we're also going to be talking about the Astro Celebrity of the Week. We've got two of them this week. Because... Kim and I... I don't even want to count them as celebrities, but okay. Well, yeah, I don't. But they have have reached celebrity status because of what they've done, what they've said. Or what they think they've done. Yeah. Or what they think they've accomplished. That's a good point, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, probably legends in their own minds. But anyway, so we're going to do that. We're going to be talking about Ms. Omarosa, who was interesting, and also Kellyanne Conway. And um, in case you missed it, she had a quite the free-for-all with Chris Cuomo on his show on CNN a few days ago. And I watched it, and I got a headache watching it. They were yelling at each other the whole time. Anyway, so um, it was kind of kind of bizarre. I kind of thought, God, i got to look at her chart because she's just kind of like a ding-dongy. Well, her ding-dongy shows in her chart. So anyway, we're going to look at that. We're going to talk about our usual people that sponsor us, and all that kind of good stuff. And we're going to have Miss Kim Rogers on the show. She's a regular attraction here, but she always... And a fun person. She's awesome, isn't she? She's a lot of fun. She's a lot of fun. And the first time I heard her was about, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago at an astrology conference. I thought she was hysterical. Mm -hmm. You know, and she manages to poke fun at the 8th house. And who knew who the 8th house was fun, you know? I'm telling you, it's scary. It's it's more (laughs) scary than fun. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we're going to do be doing all that and more, and we're going to be talking to Miss Kim Rogers Gallagher. I just remember she told me, add the Gallagher part. I talked to her on the phone earlier today. Oh. Kim Rogers Gallagher. She has a third name. So that's kind of what she's officially known as. So we're going to be talking to her shortly, but in the meantime, we're going to take a real quick break right now. We're going to be doing the Astral Celebrities of the Week next. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. I am Eileen Grimes, your host, and my co-host is Mr. Doug Johnston. And right now we're going to be doing the Astro Celebrity of the Week. 
Okay, and I'm going to be, be bringing Ms. Kim Rogers Gallagher on for this piece because we need her commentary on these more than anything else. Ms. Kim, how are you? Hey, girl. Wow, I'm I can fine. actually hear I'm you. Fine. Wow, cool. Yeah. Oh, yay. Hi, Doug. How you doing, Mr. Gemini? Oh, it's great to hear your voice again. Same here, honey. Good. Thanks for having me back. This you betcha. Always, always. Whenever you can, you got to be here. So <laughs> Always. Yes, always. And I will. Thank you. Yep. Okay, sure. so let's talk about these two women that are probably inextricably woven into Mr. Trump's life. You know? Yeah. 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 And uh, I'm going to talk about Miss Kelly. I'm just going to give the birth information out on both of these ladies before I chomp in on them. Uh, Kellyanne okay. Conway was born Feb- uh, January 20th, 1967, 8.58 a.m. in Camden, New Jersey. And then also Amarosa, who is making a big name for her book, Unhinged, about all the secrets that she's gone through with Mr. Trump. And she was on The Apprentice for a long time. I think she mm. won that competition. Anyway, her birthday is February 5th, 1975 at 10.54 p.m., Eastern Standard Time. By the way, it's interesting. She was born at 10.54 p.m. Trump was born 10.54 a.m. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Isn't that interesting? I think it's interesting. So anyway, she was born in Youngstown, Ohio. And so, okay, which uh, lady would you like to start with? Me? Yeah, you. (laughs) Oh, I don't care. It doesn't matter. I've got Kellyanne sitting in front of me. So, well, I mean, not really, but, you know, (laughs) (laughs) say hello to her. Who do you have in front of you? I'm good. Kellyanne. Uh, Oh, Kellyanne's in front of you. Oh, Oh, that's got to be a shock. Anyway. Okay. Let's start with Kellyanne. All right. So um, I'm just going to kind of, the reason I chose her was, and I think you saw this too, the broadcast a few nights ago with him, uh, her and Chris Cuomo on CNN. Oh, oh my God. Unbelievable. <laughs> that, that it was, a, like I said, it was a really, like a really bad Gemini dream watching yeah. two people talking at the same time and they just wouldn't be quiet. Talk, 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 yeah. talk, talk, talk. Sorry, Mike, I didn't take it. Don't take it personally about Gemini dream anyway. <laughs> Mike, Mike is a Gemini, my producer. And so, so am I. And so is he. So we have how many? And I'm Pisces, so there's six of us actually here. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, right, right. Well, and I'm sad. So, you it, know, I mean, I got a lot of hooks in, yeah, you do. Hooks you, in here. So, yeah. That's right. So, yeah, I know. Yeah, there's a lot of running around going on. I that's right. So let's talk a little bit about Ms. Kelly Ann because uh, I would think that because of the ni- Neptune in the ninth house opposing the moon, Mercury in the 12th, she's not seeing everything in a real realistic way. But she is Pisces rising, you know. Yeah, that too. <clears throat> Well, she's just lucky she's got Saturn there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Saturn in Pisces, conjunct Chiron in Pisces. Yeah. Oops, I didn't put that on Wow. So that's the wounded. That's the wounded part of you. Uh Yeah. Conjunct Saturn, and Saturn is all about politics. And, uh, I mean, it really is. It's about institutions, you know. Yeah. The fact that um, she's Capricorn Sun. Yeah, Capricorn Sun. 29 degrees. 29. Barely, though. Just barely. Just barely well, out of that sign. barely. And 20. then Mercury is one Aquarius. And I always say, not in an unkind way, but when you have the sun and Mercury in different signs, yeah. um, there's there's like a, what was it George Carlin used to say? It was a, um, there's a two-minute warning. 
So before you, you know, and I'm not going to go into the rest of it, but uh, but you know what I'm saying. There's two minute, minute warning. warning. Explain yeah, yourself. There is. Okay. So well, whenever you want to say something, you you know, I mean, Mercury is right there, especially when it's this tightly you know conjunct to the sun. Right. Mercury is right there and just really wants to step up and say what you were thinking as the sun, as your mouthpiece, you know, yeah. as your your spokesperson. But it just can't. It has to translate first. Oh, I get so, it. Yeah. But in her case, she seems to rush forward and just let it rip before she's really even given her, herself a second well, to she, think about what she says. She's, she's so, got Uranus squaring that Mercury right now, so yeah, there is it's that. just yeah, chaos coming out of her mouth. <laughs> yeah, there is that. It's chaotic yeah. stuff. That's it. And I'm kind of looking at the fact that she has, looks like it's a square to Mars. It's out of sign, and that's got to be difficult, too. Sort of like having the, you know, the sun and Mercury being out two different signs together. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah I have definitely. I have Pisces, Sun, and Aries, Aries, Mercury, so I know how that works. So Right, right. See? Yeah, yeah. See, see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it I do. Takes a second. But yeah. It, but see, you're trying, you're trying to communicate, honestly. Yeah. This, this, is, this is someone with a grand trine in water and yeah. all, the, you know, Saturn and Pisces and Neptune and Jupiter and Cancer. And so this is a person, I mean, she dips her toe in reality every now and then briefly. Briefly. Um, but, but I don't think that she really, I mean, if you listen to what she said when she was working for Cruz, if you listen to what she said about Trump when right. she was working for, I mean, it's just entirely different. She's, I don't know. Why? She's, why tell the truth and ruin a good story? That's though. right. That's that's there. That, you go. That's, that is right, Doug's though. motto. That's right. <laughs> that's I think right. politicians right. all lie. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's my yep, political that's view. That's that's his political view, and he's sticking to it. They all lie. That's yeah. But you know, also the Uranus Pluto conjunction opposite Saturn and Chiron. I mean, that also means you know I don't know what's going on. I just go with the flow. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just fling, uh, I don't know. She just, I, I don't think she has. And it's sad because she has the moon in Taurus, yeah. which really, more than anything, wants to be grounded and stable and rooted in, in, in the real world. Right. And, and I then think there's the Neptune little, opposing that. Yeah, Neptune exactly. opposition. That's that ain't going to do it. <laughs> exactly. That uh, just but, killed that you know, one right to there. Me, but, you know, and also it's square Venus. Oh yeah, square Venus, and to me that that speaks of an eating disorder. Oh, not, and I'm again, I'm not being critical, but it does. Well, it, it makes sense. Of, you look at her, you got to wonder. Yeah. Well, she, yeah, she, that yeah, that's true. That's true. But but yeah. um, it it just looks to me like um, you know when you have a, a nice, I mean, Taurus moons, man, you got to pay big bucks for those when when you sign up. You know, yeah, really, because that's a nice planet you know yeah that's really nice <laughs> but, uh, but when they're assaulted like hers is it just it just to me it looks like there might be eating disorders involved that's i'm just saying just a thought so. well it wouldn't surprise me at all because okay. you know even though she's a capricorn really last degree and i always think that that's interesting because nobody could ever decide until i think her birth time got published Nobody could figure yeah. out if she was a Capricorn or Aquarius, you know, right, because right. there's some part of parts of her that feel Aquarian. But then right, there's, right. you know, this sort of stick to it, you know, like conservative route that she's taking is more Capricorn, 
you know, yeah. and, and yeah. I kind of look at this and I'm looking at her son going, oh, my God, it's just like, I, she, if she had just waited a few more minutes. Right. I know. I know. <laughs> Maybe I that's her that. whole point is uh, 29 degrees. Yeah. She's here to teach karmic lessons and we're all learning from her just by watching what she does. Not uh-huh. that we want to do the same. That could be true. That's a good point. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So listen, we got to take a break here. And after the break, we're going to come back and talk to, about Miss Amorosa. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, I left the best for last, I guess. Anyway. Oh, she thinks that's who she is because she's got one name like Cher. I know. <laughs> Omarosa, I forget her. It's uh, we don't want to hear it. Yeah, never mind. Anyway, so <laughs> this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> And this is a commercial for Miss Susan Bergstrom from the Medicare Exchange. And she says that as we, re, as we near retirement, say that a few times and try to get it out. As we near retirement, Medicare coverage is very important and it's also a very confusing issue. Medicare does not cover everything and we need to have a supplemental plan to cover what Medicare does not. And Susan Bergstrom is the Medicare specialist. She will help you get the best additional coverage. With her, the process is really easy, and in the end, she will likely save you a lot of money. So, by the way, she's going to be at the Emerald Spiral Fair with me on September 22nd, so come and see us. I believe we're in booth number 36, approximately. And so, if you want to see her and talk to her then, you can do that, or you can call and schedule an appointment with her. She will come to you at 253-318-9. Three seven nine, or you can get her by email at sbergstrom at b e r g s t r o m at americanseniorbenefits.com. And then we're going to talk about Terry Dean. Terry Dean is a psychic empath. He calls himself a pathfinder because he has had intense life experiences that have led him to develop empathic abilities, and he is able to understand exactly what's happening with you. Terry has been reading for the past eight years and reads primarily in the South Sound area. He's a feature reader at the Saturday Night Psychic Showcase in Lakewood. He also designs dowsing rods and pendulums. And he has a gentle sense of humor, which he can help you find answers that you are seeking. For a private consultation, you can call him at 253-722-4436 or email him at grptld7 at gmail.com. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Doug is with me today, and we also have Ms. Kim Rogers. Yay. And it's a fun day. It's a fun, fun day. Okay, okay Ms. Kim, now we're going on to Amorosa. All right, and as I said, Amorosa is kind of a new person on the block as far as news goes. She's written a she she was working as on the Apprentice show. I believe she won that competition, and she was helping. And then she went on to help uh, Trump in his cabinet to some degree, and then she quit. Okay, now she quit or she got fired. Did she get fired? I think so. Oh, okay. Well, she, she got fired three times. Oh, actually. oh, she got fired three times. Well, three times. Oh yeah. my gosh! So, from yeah. the White House before. Yeah. Okay. She likes to have that experience. 
of being well, fired. <laughs> that's the moon in Leo. Uh, well, moon and Leo. she's an Aquarius. You know, so any she, attention, yeah. So she, any attention is better than no attention. That's right. So, and anytime she know, gets thrown moon. out of an existing system because she's got unique and, and interesting views, all the all the better. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let me just mention her birth information again. It's February 5th, 1975, 10.54 p.m. at Youngstown, Ohio. Oh, it's 74, isn't it? Or do I have the wrong day? 75. Yeah, because the moon is in Sag, hon. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. Moon's in oh, Sag? I thought, okay, I'm sorry. I had... Um, 74? I had the moon in Leo. Yeah, I had... Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, let That's me... That's okay. Let me do this. It's just moon in Sagittarius. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, okay. you had it just off by so a year. She's got Pluto, oh, I may have sent you the wrong one. Pluto in the 12th and okay. Uranus in the 1st. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay, give me a second to read Okay, no problem. I and I'll just okay. talk a bit about her. She has Sun okay. in the 4th okay. house. Okay. What is Sorry, that? my computer's, Your computer's making up. pretty it's noises. lovely music. That's all right. I made it up now. It's okay. Yeah. And she also has wow. Mercury, okay. Mercury retrograde okay. in Aquarius. And um, also Moon and Sag and the third uh, Libra rising. And I think those are the particulars at the moment. So Mars opposite Saturn. Mars opposite. You know, oh, God. Mars and Capricorn oppose Saturn. Well, I think that she probably oh. wants to challenge every man she comes on contact with. Yeah. yeah. Especially with Saturn right up there at the midheaven. Yeah. I would want to ask her about her dad. Oh, oh. I think that would be kind of scary. Oh, yeah, it would be. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that would be okay. Sp- give it to me one more time, please, Sweetie. Okay, um, February fifth, nineteen seventy-five. Okay, two five seventy-five. Um, ten fifty-four p.m. And Youngstown, Ohio. That, right, I got that. Okay, and that would be a Wednesday, only on a Wednesday. A Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> Any Wednesday. Four p.m. Okay. In Youngstown. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. okay. Libra rising. Cool. Oh, I'm sorry. I had the whole don't wrong Don't worry year. about it. That's okay. You just wasted our time, but don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not, so. not going to talk about that we're anymore. We're not going to talk about that anymore. Right? Let's, let's <laughs> go on to another lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you Oh, my gosh. Done, right? Anyway. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. All right. So, did you, you have In- the chart up now? Interesting. 18 with the, Libra? Yeah, 18 Libra. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah Venus, Jupiter, it. midpoint, yeah. trying to the Saturn. That has to be pretty spot on. Oh, the Jupiter midpoint between Saturn, Mars? No, uh, Jupiter, Venus, midpoint. Oh, Should okay. be in a perfect trying to Saturn. Pretty close anyway. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Well, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean... So she... Attracts money and then she cuts it off. She attracts money to her and then she cuts it off. (laughs) Oh, well. But, you know, she's got... Isn't that interesting, her North Node, in the second house? So what is she learning about? Mm Mm-hmm. Money. That's right. And then Neptune is right next to it. So it's like, can you save your money? Can you look at your checkbook and know what's in there at any given moment? Well, it's going to be difficult. What did she pay for the dress on the wedding show? I... Okay, hold on a minute. Oh, by the way, okay, we got to bring this up because I saw her on uh, Say Yes to the Dress yesterday. It was, I thought, how perfectly timed is this? Oh. Yeah, and she bought a beautiful wedding gown. I don't believe she had a budget, so Uh it was probably, um, it was a beautiful sort of a pinkish gown with lace, all done in lace, kind of interesting. Very feminine. Not white. Hey, um, I mean, excuse me, excuse me, I hate, excuse me. 
Yeah. Um, you were you were right the first time. She was born in seventy four. Oh. Was she in seventy four? Yeah, that that's why I just looked. Oh, her up we've because, got the wrong um, chart. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. No, no, I I just I'm not trying to be a pain here. I just yes, I know you, you have people pain, listening. Okay. So. And we thought no, you were a lot of fun. Now you're <laughs> becoming funny. I know. I'm sorry about that, but, but no, she uh, she was born in '74. I just looked it up on two different sites, okay. and um, I know I'm not trying to be a pain. I'm sorry, you guys. Oh, right. but I know it you does want say '74. Up... You're right. Well, the Mars yeah, and the Moon and Leo fits her more. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. The Moon and Leo oh, definitely yeah. fits her more because if there's well, anything that ruffles her, really fits her, doesn't it? I mean, feathers. Me, she walks away. Oh, yeah, she's totally Moon and Leo. <laughs> Totally. Oh, and the Pluto on the Ascendant. When you have a, a planet on the Ascendant, especially if it's okay. an outer planet, Kaboom. you have been given superpowers. But that's in the, that's in like, the 12th. You know, it's kind of. I mean, her Ascendant comes out to 653, and, and Pluto comes out to 636, so I don't know. It's kind of like exactly Okay, I'm changing right my there. chart here. I've got my computer here, so I have more power. More power when it's in the 1st. Well, I think it's right there on the Ascendant. I mean, I I look at the Ascendant as the front door, and it's kind of like Pluto. Yeah. It's like, that's it, period. I mean, okay. and, all right. you know, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw a... Well, that's know, great. At least we've got it right. Oh, her moon's in the 10th. Oh, that's I don't perfect. even like saying the name. Okay, now her Pluto yeah, is in I the 12th house. Yes, it's in the 12th. Yeah. 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 But well, a 12th house yeah, Pluto yeah, kind of. can be more devious, but... True. It doesn't have the power of first house Pluto. Yeah, if it was first house man, it would be something else. Yeah. But she does have that. Yeah, but that close to the ascendant, I mean, that's really that's all we really need to know. Yeah. I mean, to me, that 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 ate the rest of the Yeah, chart. it's close. It's close. It's, yeah. it's got a, it's got a, it's close enough it's to do not some even damage. A minute. Yeah. Yeah. So, so damage isn't to me. Say, so. But it's it's, yeah, it's so close enough um, to to boost her power factor, you know, if you want to call it that. Yeah. It's not like yeah. that word. You know, wow those, those planets. So when they're when they're that close to the ascendant, though, you really you have to realize that you. I mean, and this is where astrology is just, you know, it's you have to realize that you have been given a superpower. You really have, yeah. and and use it for good. That's you know? true. Mm-hmm. And um, she obviously does not use hers for good. No, she just doesn't. Interesting Maybe. that both these women have their Venus or their Mercury right up next to their Sun. Hers a little wider, but it's still there. Yeah. And yeah. Aquarius again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And two different signs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Two Mercury different and signs. Pisces. Yeah, but... Oh, well. <laughs> so yeah. we were, well, you, you know what the thing is? I was looking at 75, Doug. Oh, And you I've were saying, oh, she doesn't lie. She doesn't lie. I didn't say she doesn't lie. And and I that's when Mercury wasn't aspecting Neptune or was in Pisces. And then now I'm looking at Mercury and Pisces. Oh, I can see why you said that. Yeah. So interesting, but that moon in Leo at the top—I mean, she wants yeah. recognition. I yeah. mean, that's that's yeah. the thing about the moon. I've heard about in the tenth house. I think Noel Tell talked about it. it's a huge reigning need in her life. It takes over, you know, and yeah. and the moon emotionally has to be out there. Is is, you know, as soon as she dropped out of the out of the limelight for a while, she wrote a book to put herself back in the limelight. So that Oh, would, yeah, yeah, definitely. That would make sense. But also, you know, Mars, where, the, you know, I mean, with the sun and Jupiter conjunct in Aquarius. Right. And Mars in Taurus, and Mars in Taurus, you know, Mars is anger in Taurus. is like, 
right. an elephant. Right. So it's never, like, no, I will never forget what you did to me. Never, 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 never. Oh, never. Mars in the eighth. They never Ooh. get over the madness. In the eighth. Exactly. Man, they can so hold with, on to anger forever. Yeah. Forever. Forever. And Mars square the sun, that's a lot of fire. Oh, man. And then Jupiter direction. can join so, the sun. I mean, kind of yeah. feel sorry for her in a she's way. Bigger. You kind of have to. I mean, yeah, she's, she's going around uh, I mean, always she, pissed off at the world. I remember seeing her on that show, and it was a bit of a fluff, fluffy show, obviously, but she knew exactly what she wanted. I want this, this, and this, and this, you know? And um, they did oh, yeah. find her yeah. address, of course, that was slightly different. Makes sense because she is an Aquarius after all. But um, it, it was um, it was interesting. Couldn't believe I was watching her on the show and I was going to do her this week. I thought, what are the odds of that happening? So you could really watch her behavior in amongst a group of women, which is mm-hmm. kind of cool. And her collection of women. And, well, yeah. And women were the, a group of people that were with her were from all walks of life. So it would make total sense. So that's interesting. See, to me, all I can see about this chart is the Pluto ascendant. That's all right. I can see. And that is minions. Right. That's it. There's no such thing as friends. There's no such thing as um, superiors. It's just everyone is a minion. A and, minion. And, uh, and, and I don't mean that. Any, I mean, Pluto, any planet on the Ascendant can be absolutely fabulous because that's what you become when you have a planet on the Ascendant. You are that planet, right. period, and final. Right. So she really could have been quite the wonderful woman, quite the power. Well, she is quite the powerful right. woman. But, I mean, she could have used her superpower yeah. for good. But well, she, she oh, has petty purposes, you know. So Since you're mentioning Pluto being close to the ascendant, even if it's in the 12, it's going to bring power to the person. You know, and it's also, you got to talk about the first house Uranus, though. I mean, what does that do? Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. What does yeah. that do? Yeah. Scary. Well, it's a grand trine to Saturn and Jupiter, too. So, you mm. know, yeah. Okay. So she's definitely using that in her work, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and definitely shift in size whenever it suits her purposes. Yeah, I would say <laughs> that is the title of that book, Unhinged. Why tell <laughs> the truth yeah, when you'd well. ruin a good story? That's exactly. right. Yeah. Exactly. That's her model. Yeah, right. Oh, that's my gosh. Great, that's that's so funny. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. So anyway, yeah. you know, every time we do these Astro Celebrities of the Week... I really should say that we don't mean to criticize them. We're really talking about them who, as who they are, right. you know, as according to what their astrological sure. signatures are, you know. Sure. And if we happen to have some criticism, you know, like a Saturn-Mars opposition in Capricorn and all that, I mean, we're talking about <laughs> some serious daddy stuff, you know. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, stuff that kind of made all of us cringe here when we saw That's that. That's right. You know, but it, that is something that is I'm, very real. And if we were to, if we were had her in the studio to talk to her about that, she'd probably get very uncomfortable about I'm it. I'm sure she would. And she wouldn't want to talk about it because he would have been a force to be reckoned with and possibly quite abusive to her. She'd probably tell you how to run the show, too, because she's got control <laughs> issues. <laughs> you think? Maybe. Yeah. And, I mean, just like dad, just like daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where she would have inherited that from. So. Anyway, that's kind of what we want to get across in these celebrities of the week, that we want to talk about them in the most realistic light that we can bring to the table through the astrology chart, because that's who we are, folks. 
So anyway, we are going to take another break really quick right now. And when we get back, we're going to talk more with Kim about just about everything. Don't know yet, but it's going to be fun. Okay. So this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read from Ms. Wanda Buckner, and she has a new workshop that is starting in October. It's called Animal Communication. It's going to be on Thursday evenings. It will be in her office in Olympia. This course will uncover your natural abilities to hear animals and receive information from them. Explore communication in person and at a distance. Go inside animals and look through the animal's eyes and communicate with animals who are no longer on this earth. You will receive information from many species of animals, including those that share your life and wild animals. The dates are October 4th, 11th, 18th, and 25th. There are four sessions. Each session builds on a previous session. And the times are 6 to 9 p.m. on all Thursdays in Olympia, and she's right next to Providence Hospital. And the tuition is $250, and you can talk to her about There's a whole bunch of payment arrangements you can make with her. If you can't pay it all right away, you can probably work on a payment arrangement. So if you want to talk to her about this class, you call her at, uh, let's see, 360-491-3187, or you can contact her at www.wandabuckner.com. And she is going to be... At the Emerald Spiral Fair, I'm going to just give everybody commercials here that are going to be at the fair on the 22nd of September. So, you can again, you can call her at 360-491-3187. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed back wildly popular astrologer Christopher Renstrom with his amazing horoscopes and conversation about the future. On Saturday, Malia Jacobs returns with metaphysical Q&A. She shares a wide range of insights with compassion about the human experience. Bringing you fascinating talk since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. And I am with my wonderful co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston, and also Ms. Kim Rogers. Gallagher! It's a fun day. <laughs> it's a fun day. Hi, Kim. It sure is. It is. Hi. <laughs> Yay. So, anyway, now, who are we going to talk? Now, I just in case, I brought Mr. Donald Trump's chart up here. <laughs> so did I. Uh, you know, I just, he, <laughs> oh, it all comes back to him, you know. And because he's such an anomaly, but, you know, I think he would make, yeah. I think I should teach a class on Donald Trump and everybody would go because yeah. he's such an, an interesting, um, car- I don't know what you want to call him, but he is so full of contradictions. Well, he is, you know, his son is in that um, intercepted house where he doesn't see himself. Oh, that's a point. That's, That's a good point. I never even noticed that. You know, that makes a big difference in itself. Oh, yeah, I guess it would. You know, because I always talk about an intercepted house as being a room within a room. Well, it's, I always figure it's an envelope folded over and closed so you don't see what's there. <laughs> so That's close to the same thing. Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. And that's, that it means his moon is in that same hidden spot. Yes, it Because that's in Sag. 
Right. So he doesn't get a clear picture of who he is or yeah. women in his world or anything else. That he introduces himself, and then you always feel that right behind that, there's something a little bit more genuine, but he never gets there. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you that's think, very Kim? generous of you. That's very generous. I know. We're trying to be diplomatic here, but I know okay, that you... Okay, So uh, what's your opinion on this? <laughs> well, he's an eclipse baby. Yes, well, he is. Well, he does have that Mars conjunct that ascendant, too. Yeah. And yeah, in that. Leo, so you know he's all show. Yeah, he is. Well, I, I've just been thinking the past couple of days, you know, with um, McCain's funeral and Aretha's funeral, he yeah. must just be losing his mind because there hasn't been any coverage of him. And right. That won't do. That yeah. just won't do. Yeah. So, um, I think that's why he put the press conference uh, on, you well, know, with the, the whole thing with the president of uh, Mexico and putting him on the right. phone and yada, yada. And I mean, so oh, who's going to upstage who? Yeah, exactly. the only thing that hasn't yeah. happened is that they haven't talked with Sarah Palin together. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because yeah, she no, wasn't invited uh, either. Oh, um, well, that's too bad. <laughs> Man, those two could have. Yeah. He should have been on, been in his running mate. Well, she was looking for Russia, you know? Oh, right. She didn't have yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. She looks yeah, at where she lives. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But, you know, his Mercury Neptune square. Yeah, it's pretty powerful. I mean, it really is the emperor. You know, the emperor and the new clothes. The emperor has no new clothes. You know, I mean, right. um, it's the great Kool Aid. That's uh, every time I look at it, I always think it's the great Kool Aid. It's like he can get his band to um, to drink the Kool Aid, and no matter what he says, even if they know it's not true, right. they'll drink the Kool Aid and say, right. "No, it's true." Right. Um, the thing that frightens me is that um, the power that he wields now, um, it strikes me that he's trying to make the rest of the world, not just even the country, but the rest of the world, um, as split as he is, yeah. with, you know, with the eclipse, with the sun-moon opposition. Right. Uh, and that really frightens me because it's a gemini Sag situation, and that's, that's where we come together. Yeah. people that's where we have shared interests and like football and music and he's trying to it just strikes me that he's digging deep at the things that we share that bring right. us together to bring us apart and that frightens me i mean it really honestly legitimately does right so, well you know kim okay. you know in my quest for getting information for my new book on stationary planets I had right. to look him up. He was one of the first pe- persons I did look up, and he has a double stationary planet. It's Jupiter and Neptune, both going, oh. uh, I can't remember which directions they went, but they both stationed within a couple of days of his birth. Oh, and okay. he see, got, that makes sense. It does, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yep. You know, yep. the Neptune is, is the blowing the smoke, you know, so you don't yep. really see who the person is. And then yeah, Jupiter, yeah. which is that overwhelming sort of an abundant thinking that isn't even real, you know. You're it, right, though, Elaine. I mean, Eileen, because you know, I mean, really, um, stationary planets to me, they're they're there for a reason. They have oh, stopped yeah. in their tracks right. and crossed their arms, yeah, and they're staring at you like, <clears throat> yeah. We're talking about attention. me like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, I've got some myself, darling. It's not yeah, good. right. You know. Well, mine but made you know me very dyslexic. Okay. Yeah, he has. You, yeah, you have a stationary I have Saturn. Saturn stationary in the third house. Right. And I'm so dyslexic, I could write a sentence backwards, and you could take it to a mirror and read it with no problem. That's right. Well, but see, there's there's nothing that doesn't mean. I mean, just because of a planet is stationary, it's not a bad or good thing. No. Nothing's bad or good. No. But it means that it's it wants your attention. Period. And final. That and his, you know that's that's my take on it. Anyway, Eileen, I'm. Just oh, saying, absolutely. You know, I totally agree with that. Is Jupiter? Yeah. Are you looking it up? Yes, I looked it up. It went direct that day. Yes, it did. And Uranus is... Uh, no, it's Neptune. Or Neptune is three days later it went yeah. direct. Yeah, three days. I right, mean, yeah, you got a days. double one, and double is pretty impactful. If you got two of them, that's pretty yeah. powerful. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's um, Ray Grass. Grassy? Is that how you say it? I forget how you say that. Anyway, he wrote a, an extensive article on stationary planets, and he talks about the stationary planet being like a heat-seeking missile. You know, it's oh, like yeah. that laser beam. <laughs> Bam! That thing just oh, yeah. commands all the attention. It Absolutely. steps up front and center and does everything. That's all you see. I mean, see. look at what they do by transit. Yes. I mean, if, if God, you know, you have Saturn or Pluto. Yeah. Or anyway, who, anybody. Yeah. Land, especially an outer planet, though, because they sit still for so long. Right. You have one of those land on one of your planets. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know... <laughs> This is, you know, you're not going to get out of this without some scars, no. let's face it. You know, <laughs> no, you even wouldn't. if it's Venus, you no. know, I mean, there's going to be some scars, something's yeah. going on here. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, anytime definitely. you're drawing attention to a part of your chart, which is not just highlighted, it's it's God has given you the, um, it's sort of like when they sat down with him before he incarnated, he says, listen, you know, you're going to have a really blessed life, but you've got a couple of planets here that are going to really test you, and that's Neptune yeah. and Jupiter, you know, and, yeah. and, You'd better do them right, otherwise you're gonna, you know, you're gonna roll over backwards, you know. Yeah. And and yeah. when you have transits to those charts or those planets, it means those planets are gonna come up waving flags, and they're gonna be teaching you huge lessons that you had better yeah. learn, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially those trines going up to the midheaven. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But you know, with Neptune and Jupiter in the second house and Chiron, oh my God. I mean, think of all the good that he could have done. Yeah. Of all the good. Well, he's he could not have dead done. yet. Let's just hope that it can still happen oh, somehow. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not I, yet. No. Well, you know, he has got some transits coming up that are kind of oof. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you no, know, that was legitimate. I'm sorry. I wasn't being rude. That's all right. That's all right. Just sorry. clear your throat. Anyway, right. uh, the transits like right now, Saturn is going to go back over his um, his opposition to his Mercury. That will do some more damage. And then pretty soon Saturn's going to be opposing Saturn. And then it's going to be opposing Venus. So, I mean, and then Pluto's in there, too. You know, Pluto's actually going to go there first. Then Saturn will be in behind it. But he's still got, right well, now, he's got Jupiter protecting that. Because oh, right. Jupiter's in trying to that right now. Okay. So he's not getting the big impact that he'd have if it was sitting there naked without... Naked? Well... The mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. No, naked it's true. in the respect yes, that Saturn opposition Scorpio. to the Mercury would definitely be a bigger impact if you didn't have the Jupiter coming in there and protecting it. Right, that's very true. Uh, it's sort of a cushion, isn't where, it? Where when he gets to his Saturn, he won't have that protection going on. No. So well, he's going through the Saturn. Pluto gets really gets into the opposition. Yeah. With Saturn and Venus, I mean, I think that's that. 
period yeah. and final. Cause big changes Venus there. Saturn would be his wealth and yeah. his family's wealth and, yeah. and what he's built. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, but I think once Pluto gets there, it's like, because honestly, <laughs> even if he gets out of this presidency without being impeached, I, I, I can't imagine anybody investing with him ever again. Oh, yeah. That's a point. So I think financially, which is Venus-Saturn, his Venus-Saturn conjunction in Cancer, which is his family's money, it's old money. Oh, right. So I can't imagine, um, with Pluto working on that right now, I, from the basement, chipping away at the foundation. That's exactly what's happening I, right now. Yeah. Well, and all I, this I, stuff I can't is showing imagine up. that he's ever going to have any kind of uh, finances whatsoever. I think he's going to have to, uh, I yeah. think there's a big reckoning coming personally yeah. he, he has enough already i think yeah hopefully he's well, that's stand all he that, but we'll see that's what he said yeah because you got to realize you know that mercury neptune is going to cast doubt it is going to to fluff it up a bit you know say oh i make sure. this i'm going to make all i may make yeah. all this. i just look at we it as a know. show i'm more curious as what's going on there on the other side on the other side of what oh definitely definitely <laughs> When everything is put in your face over and over, oh, there's yeah. more going on on the other side yep. that we don't get yep. to see. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I want to see. Yeah. That's well, right. and, but, but Mercury has been working through his 12th house for uh, quite some time because it's been retro, because it was retrograde there. Yeah. But when, when it comes out, I think, well, I don't know, when it conjuncts his Mars and comes out, I think that's going to be yeah. an announcement of some kind anyway. Yeah, I don't know, and, you uh, know, it's interesting right now, just kind of on a side tack here, that Melania, that next year we'll have Uranus conjoining her son, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You can already see a little bit of that showing up in her <clears throat> behavior that she's doing. Oh, yeah. Doing. Oh, my God. So, oh, yeah, she's, she's going to go to one of those uh, countries that he, right. that he referred to disparagingly exactly. in Africa. She's not going to be uh, hanging yeah. on to him very long because um, no. she's going to be liberating herself. You know, yeah. and um, and I think you know, and especially when Saturn or Pluto moves up to the opposition to Venus, Saturn. I mean, that's going to yeah. be that's a yeah. kiss of death to her relationship too. But it's yeah. it's going to yeah. be more of her Uranus aspect that it's going to be turning her yeah. on her heels and walking out the door. So yeah, and I mean, and it's it's what a degree off. You said, I mean, uh, yeah, come on, it's, it's a degree I haven't looked off. at her, but come on, a degree yeah. off, and, five degrees off, you feel it. A right. degree off, she must be champing at the bit. Yeah. She's, she's right there I with the queen. Yeah, she is. She's right there with the queen. Yeah. The, queen the queen's got chaos going on. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. So we can see all sorts of stuff happening. <laughs> yeah, anyway, okay, we got to take another break oh. here. Man, I'll tell you, we're just going through everything here today. <laughs> it's a fun day. It's a fun day. Anyway, we're going to be right back more with Kim Rogers and everybody else. This is the... This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk every Sunday morning beginning at 9 a.m. Thanks in part to Darcy Pariso and Stacy Lewis, we cover the world of animals. This week, September 2nd, it's a shelter rescue sanctuary and anything that helps our Animal Friends Sunday. We'll check in with our most in need of rescue, Missy's Rescue and Animal Talk on Lake City Way, and we'll follow up with Seattle Dogs Homeless Program and more. So hope you can join us on Martha Norwalk's Animal World Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. 
And this is for Miss Grace Sequoia, who is actually sick right now. I'm sorry, Grace. Get well, okay? She is the owner of the Wild Dryad, now located in Creative Workspaces in Linwood. Her new office number is 206-487-3190. And for new classes, workshops, esoteric tarot study, and intuitive life path lineup, go to www.awilddryad.com. And don't forget Mondays at Vision Quest in Everett from 12 to 4 each week. She reads there. Okay, now for Ms. Samantha Blodell, uh, she has a Reiki intensive weekend at Hartwood House on Orcas Island. Oh, sounds perfect. With Samantha Parrot Blodell, September 29th and 30th this month. Okay, she says, join us for a two-day workshop on beautiful Orcas Island. All participants will be attuned to all three levels of Reiki including the master level, necessary attunement to teach Reiki to others. Attunements will increase your body's vibrational frequency as well as facilitate change in the body on a cellular level. A Reiki is an ancient Japanese healing modality that restores lost energy, balance, and harmony within. Reiki is an easy healing tool to help yourself and friends and family members and even pets. Yes, that's true. It is a go-to technique for health professionals with a desire to help individuals find a deeper place of healing. So the details, more of this will be shared soon as we go. And so contact Samantha at soulsupper.com or you can phone her at 206-403-0283. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW. We are having a seriously large time here today. It's been a fun time. <laughs> We're telling all kinds of lies because we don't want to ruin a good that's story. That's why we don't want to ruin a good story. You just want to tell lies and lies and more lies. Anyway, so yeah, that large time thing. I heard that from a friend of mine that I went out with a long time ago. Yeah, we're having a large time. I think that's the coolest thing. And you said, yeah. I love that, Eileen. Thank you. I love that. I always associate that with you, and I think of it all the time. Whenever I use it, I always give you credit, Todd. Oh, thanks. Thank you. But (laughs) you know when he said that to her, she says, yeah, that was so funny, I forgot to laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Doug, you're a ticket. You need a hug. Yeah, he does. No, he needs a kitten. (laughs) Well, you know, I do have Venus conjunct my ascendant on the backside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well, what can you say about that? I'm so sweet. He's so sweet. So unless I'm not. <laughs> unless you're not. Yeah, right. Unless I'm not. I know. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, we've got a few more minutes here. Let's let's see what else we can get our little hands on. I, uh, I want to throw this at Kim. Yes. I'm just curious what she says Uh-oh. on this. Because I told Uh-oh. you that I have stationary Saturn <laughs> yeah. in the third. Yeah. But it okay. is and trying. Wait, wait a minute. What, what sign is that? Libra. No, it's in Virgo. Libra? Oh, it is in Virgo. Oh, it's in Virgo. Virgo. Okay. Oh, that's right. Oh, and it's in trying okay. to my Mercury in the 10th. Mm. Okay. In Taurus. That's cool. Oh, wow. Okay. So mm-hmm. I do have this mind like a steel trap. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And opinions like a steel trap. Yeah, yes. I've got opinions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, really, I'm, I, I'm just saying, baby, you know, I mean, I call it like it is. I got Mercury in bed, you know, but. But, you know, yeah, if you believe it, that's how it is, and that's that. 
Yeah. So, but but I'll bet you're you know I'll bet you're right. A lot of the time, it's a nice grounded earth sign. Yeah. But well, I'm sorry. What I just babbled. So, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. That was it. That was it. No, we're just I'm listening out. to you. We're listening to you. We like no. listening to you, Kim. You're entertainment. <laughs> oh, well, I like being with you guys. It's always such fun. I mean, Aww. my Pisces girl and my, my Gemini guy there, you know. Oh, oh gee, Favorite thanks. time. I love it. It's That's a fun right. time. We're right. just mesmerized by your voice. <laughs> oh, oh! Now, see, now you're just spoiling me. I know. No, but it's true. You do have a you have a great radio voice. Yeah, she does. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so. thank you. that's great. It's great. Yeah. I don't have to actually. You don't have to actually see me. So yes, I actually do have a great voice for radio <laughs> because I didn't have to do anything. So this that's is great. Right. You know. Well, you know, <laughs> but, she used uh, to live up here. Ah, I did. Yeah, she did. That's how I met her. I'm surprised I never met year. her. Yeah, she lived. Well, it was only about a year. I just I couldn't deal with the rain. I have uh, the moon and Venus in the twelfth house, and for people who don't know, twelfth house can have a lot to do with depression. You have uh-huh. moon and, and Venus there. Yeah, in the twelfth. Yeah, in Aquarius. And my right? moon is hooked up. With, yeah, well, the moon is in Aquarius. Venus is in uh, Capricorn. Oh, okay. But um, but uh, yeah, I just uh, the rain, the rain, the rain, the rain, the rain, oh. the rain, and I was like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. So now I'm in Florida. So um, where when it rains there, it's like a downpour. Yeah. Yeah, but it's okay. It's okay here. It's a relief. But but when it's nonstop, wow! And and you already have the uh, the twelve. You know, the twelfth house has everything to do. Well, well, can have everything to do with depression. Oh, Um, depression. Not necessarily. Oh, did you, know. you? So you got depressed when you were up here, huh? Oh, yeah, because the 12th house can be a cave. Yeah. You know, right, your planet's right. in the 12th. House. So yeah. for me, I just had to get away from a deep, dark cave and get to, like, a, a place that was funny. So when I wanted to come out of the cave, right. there was the sun. Did so, you look um, at your astrocartography map for that? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. What yeah. was over here? What Did you have Saturn well, over here see, or that something? Was the reason no, Jupiter. I had a Jupiter midline, a uh, Jupiter wow. um, midheaven. Yeah, that really. Went all through the yeah, went all through the West Coast, which made sense. Well, but, see, um, you wouldn't have had to pay for mine. You wanted to buy mine, remember? Because mine Jupiter's <laughs> in the midheaven too. If you just stayed here. So you you've got your yeah, Jupiter but, at the midheaven. I've got mine at the midheaven, and so does Eileen. Yeah. We all have that. Yeah, we do. Well, no, I I don't actually. Not, no, no, not over here. I don't. I mean, astrocartography wise, I oh. had it uh, okay. um, at the Midheaven over there, oh, okay. and that's why okay. I wanted to move there. I could, and I can feel it. When Where I'm is there. it I in your chart? Feel it. Sorry. Where's Jupiter in your chart again? It's in it's in the eighth sextile. My Mercury in the tenth. Oh, oh that's okay. why you like talking about the eighth house. Yeah, she does. She did a talk. But you at, know what? That's why I'm a polite Sagittarius. Because oh, I, I have like Mercury Sagittarius. at 22 Sag. <laughs> and I, I have Jupiter at 22 Libra, you see. So yeah. oh, I, am, makes sense. I, I am a polite Sagittarius. You're a polite Sagittarius, right. <laughs> I am. Don't yeah. you think so? Oh, really? yeah, I do think you're very polite. Very and, you polite. know, I remember I'm, the I'm, time at Norwalk you did the talk on the funny aspects of the eighth house. And we all went, wait a minute, that's oh. not possible. But it was funny. <laughs> it was very mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. And you have, and what do you I have, it. I what do you have Sorry. in the 12th again? You have Venus and what? The moon. And, oh, and Venus and uh, moon. The moon. Yeah. 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 I have yeah. Venus Uranus. Okay. 
But no. let me tell you, if we have just one minute, I want to tell you what I used to do with that. Okay. Uh, moon in Aquarius and right. Venus in Capricorn. Okay. I used to go for years and years, so like, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years, I used to go to this um, place in um, Pennsylvania, like, a, you know, Brigadoon, you're familiar with the place? Yes, that comes yes, to life? yeah. Okay. Right. Well, it's called Pensick, and it's a medieval it's a medieval village that comes to life every year oh. for two weeks. And it's not like it's not a Ren fair. It's not like that. Yeah. It's, you, you go there and you have your tent and you have your, I mean, you live there and you dress the place and you have a name. And so, I mean, you become a, another person for okay. two weeks. Okay, fun. Fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially for the moon in Venus. Or, I'm sorry, the moon in Aquarius. Right. And oh, Venus definitely. in Capricorn. In the 12th, and I mean Venus in Capricorn in the 12th, and you're walking down the street in a gown, yeah. and some guy in armor bows and says, good day, my lady. It was like, oh. Oh, that's oh, perfect for the 12th house. Seriously. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I just about. have to find a gown. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the fact that the city, you know, the, the thing comes back every year, you know, that's sort of like a 12th oh, house. Oh, yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. big time. Yeah. Place. I would love to go place. see that place. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. it's it. Uh, well, yeah. Email me. I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah, all okay. I will. I, mean, I, will. I haven't been in years, but that's right. Yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, you. that's what you do with your twelfth house planets. Your twelfth house planets love to play pretend. They love yes, to. Yes, they, they need do. To play pretend. Yes, they do. Okay, my so, dear. Okay, yeah. we've got to we've got to quit here, unfortunately. Ah, oh, darn! It's such a short time. Yeah. But it's fun having you on the show. So much fun. Oh, honey, it's always fun talking to you guys. I love you, and I love my Eileen. She knows oh, that. you're so sweet. You Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, sweetheart. Okay, so how can we get a hold of you, darling? Oh, K R G Phoenix. Yep. Phoenix like the city. K R G P H O E N I X at uh, gmail.com. At That's gmail. how you can get a hold okay, of me. It's... Unless you just want to call me like you do. Yeah, um, I do. I just you know. call you. Yeah. Yes, you do, and I love that. Oh, All right. I've got the wrong address on here. All right, i got to write that down for next time. Okay, great. Okay. Okay, th- thank All you right. so much, honey. Take yeah. care, my darling. Okay. I love you both. Bye, I love dogs. you, too. Bye now, Have sweetie. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. She's so awesome. She Fun. really is. She really is. Okay. We've got the events of the week to talk about. All right. So Emerald Spiral Fair is coming up on September 22nd. That's at 525 4th Avenue North in Kent, Washington, 4th Avenue and James Street from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. There's going to be over 80 booths there. It is the biggest psychic fair in the Northwest. It's twice a year at the end of March and the end of September. That's Emerald Spiral Fair, September 22nd. Okay. And then also, the Saturday Night Psychic Showcase is going on tonight. It was postponed last week because, let me just tell you, Mike, unfortunately, who is one half of the people that do the show, was in the hospital. He had pneumonia, and now he's home and he's fine. So we're really glad about that. But tonight we have a substitute host and also the speaker, who is Donna Sebo, and she's going to be on the show here in the next several weeks. So it's at Carr's Restaurant at 11006 Bridgeport Way, Lakewood, Washington. Doors open at 5 and uh, program is at 6 $5 to get in. Okay, so, all right, and how can we get a hold of you real quick? 206-769-4924. Okay, great, and you can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com and JupiterRisingShow.com. And next week we have on Miss Annalisa, Anna Elisa, 
Schwartz. She's going to be on doing readings for everybody, and that's going to be a great show. We've had her on once time before. All right, everybody, that's it for us today, and we will see you all next week on the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.